This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. What is going on everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with film. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how is it going? Is there any chance of that ice cream man calling around, Please. Connor? Okay. It is it is rough, lads. We don't mean to complain on this show. But. As we always do. But what I will say, it is the hottest day in the Irish calendar, possibly ever. Yeah. Um, possibly forever. Forever. For future and past. I am currently sweating before we clicked record. So, I'm interested to where my body level of hydration will be in an hour. Yes, I think you'll either be like that Spongebob meme where he's parched or you'll just be drowning in a pool of your own sweat. But what I will say, Connor, you're beating the heat in a good way because, oh no, fuck, it's, it's, I, I thought it was the Heroes for Hire tank top you had on. No, it's a regular Nike one, you prick. But I do own a Heroes for Hire merch top. It's not the same. No, it's not the it's same. Not the same. Um, so this, it's not as natural. This is Movie Monday, Sean. Now, we are back this week after last week's, I would say your fuck up. I don't want to name names, I, but... I messed up bad, guys. Sean messed up bad. And his microphone somehow interacted with my microphone and made my microphone sound worse. That's how it worked out. And so, it was all a big scheme. I want to be the best sounding one on the podcast, true. so I'm sabotaging. For many Connor. months you weren't, but now the tables have turned. <laughs> right? <laughs> the turntable. Oh. But now we are back this week, and I am terrified that my mic will not sound good. But we are starting, Sean, this week with movie news. We're going to plough on, because okay. I, I can't, if I take one more minute of worrying, I don't know if I'll be able to survive with all the sweat currently already falling off me. 
conserve moisture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's do this. <laughs> so we're starting this week. We're with a movie that Sean you said you're not interested in, but then with more news that came out, you started to say now you are are interested in the film, and that is Indiana Jones Five. You said you can't wait for it. I um, I don't know. I don't know what my most recent thoughts were on it. Uh, it changes week on week. It does. Um, but I think I'm morbidly curious is where I'm sitting at the minute. Um, and so we're starting with Indiana Jones this week because we had our first pieces of uh, behind-the-scenes set photos. BTS. Um, that strongly suggest, Sean, that Harrison Ford will be getting de-aged in this film. Really? Which is why it's coming up on news here. Because, look, we didn't really know what Indiana Jones 5 was going to do. And unfortunately... Harrison Ford, he's not immune to the acts of time. And eventually he's going to grow older and unable to just be whimsical with a whip. Whipsical. I do, I'm not. If you will. Whipsical, if you will. Now, I'm not sure whimsical or whipsical has ever described Harrison Ford. <laughs> uh, but uh, him, I don't. I, I imagine you're going to describe the photos, but all I'm imagining is do you remember that movie where he was. It was Into the Wild. And he had to act against a man who was wearing a CGI suit to make him into a dog. Yes. I'm imagining Harrison Ford wearing that, but he has the fedora and whip. <laughs> How did you... Have you seen this for? That is so weird. No. Is, it, is, that, is that spot on? What? Oh, <laughs> no, no, you're a fucking lunatic. <laughs> so now, I don't like describing images on audio platforms, but look, it's very simple. We have our Harrison Ford, the actor, alongside other actor Toby Jones. And Harrison Ford has a number of motion capture dots on his face and around his shoulders and his neck. Now... This is norm. This is basically used for all de aging technology in all recent movies, especially like probably the last one was The Irishman, where we seen this so heavily. Yeah, um, that was the first time they tried it for a whole film. So now The Irishman um, was interesting in that they didn't have to have the dots on their face. They did it. Um, they the did way it they, 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 Yeah, so they had the main camera, the actual one capturing the image that was in the center. And side by side of that then was two infrared cameras. Right. So they get the depth of the face from the two side cameras and combine that onto the picture from the center camera. Um, and then they can just adjust basically the infrared data that they got instead of having... Because you don't want, you know, De Niro and Al Pacino to have fucking dots all over their face for a movie. <laughs> it's, to- it's not natural. Yeah, to be like, Bobby, here, sit down in the fucking chair. We're going to put some dots on you. <laughs> Here, fucking emote with these fucking tip X marks on your face. <laughs> and so, yeah. The, okay, I, well, I mean, other, I've just been kind of shown up as being a bit of a fucking idiot, Sean. But no, no I'm, I just... Story I, I, top I, me. Just, I mean, we both did a film degree, Connor. <laughs> but one of us didn't <laughs> listen, Sean. So, <laughs> one of us wanted to do podcasts. <laughs> so the only question now, Sean, is upon seeing this photo, and that's why I bring it to you, is how mm-hmm. far... Will the de-aged indie go in the movie? Are we talking thirteen-year-old Harrison Ford? Maybe twenty. Oh, I'm thinking young Indiana Jones. Yeah. Like we're thinking six. Like, like, like he's just born. <laughs> six. I'm thinking fresh out of the womb, Harrison Ford, bullwhip and fedora. Uh, see, I, I presume like because you can't. How old was he meant to be in? Indiana Jones 4 when he was an old man um, uh, maybe 50 55 
I mean, that's not old yeah. in real life terms, but I'm trying to think of Hollywood. They would definitely make him 50 and make him old. Yeah, so, like, maybe make him 60 in this one? Harrison Ford is, like, 75, so, isn't he? I think he's pushing 80. Hang is on, we 80? have the power of the internet here. Yeah. Harrison Ford age, he is 78. Ooh, Jesus. So, to take to take 28 years off a man... Uh, is in many ways similar to what they did with Sam Jackson in Captain Marvel, um, which you know the face looked fine, but he still moves like an old man. In and, that. and that's not like uh, a diss. It's not his fault. Yeah. <laughs> He's just that age. It's <laughs> just how old he is. I move like that now. <laughs> like, but when I'm his age, I can only assume very much a lot slower. But. I think when people watch these things, like they can perfect it so that they look perfect in the shot over the shoulder. And then it's just a case of Indiana Jones does a lot of running. He does a lot of getting out of mischievous situations that he's put himself into. Yeah, a lot of like a chase on a rail tracks mm. or running across a, a rope bridge. Like he's not known for sitting still and just chatting in a desk to people. No. There's another thought process that maybe this is just a flashback and is not actually going to be used in the film. But I I feel like there's more there's more idea to just use it that they might use it through the whole thing because they want him to not look 78. Maybe. See, I feel like we might have gotten more publicity around that as if to say, like, oh, we're, we can still do young Indiana Jones stories. I hope they go the complete opposite direction. And the film opens with a 100-year-old Indiana Jones telling the story of this wild adventure he had when he was 78. And he skips all the other adventures. He skips everything else, not important. He's sitting in front of all these school children and they're all like cross-legged looking up at him. He's like, let me kids tell you a story. When I was 78, they're like, didn't you do cool stuff when you were 35? Shut up, Timmy. I'm 78. Timmy... We've all seen Air Force One, okay? <laughs> I was there, you were there, we were all there, right? But I want to talk about when I was 80. I had a good run. It was a good one now with Toby. Toby? Uh, Toby? Toby's Toby in Toby Jones. <laughs> right, sorry, I thought you were talking about Toby Maguire and I was like, what? What's been announced? Is, to- Is he in this as well? Is Toby in this? <laughs> Is he coming back? A Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield confirmed? A Spider-Man, yeah. That's, uh, look, in many ways, the last last two Indiana Jones films have been, quote-unquote, the send-off to Indiana Jones. Mm. Like, Last Crusade was that. Uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was definitely that. If I would look at it in a different, like, sporting aspect, they've had the retirement match multiple times where they get the big payout, yeah. like, this is the last one, lads. You gotta pay on pay per view to see this last world class fighter's last, last hurrah. It'll never happen again. <laughs> Except for when we need more money. Need so much more money. I just, I, I hope, I think it's gonna be. A, a lesser movie if they just ma- try and make it oh it's just Indiana Jones in his 50s like he's still perfectly capable um, lean into the old man story of Indiana Jones old man Indy like that would be more interesting I think than watching a 78 year old man pretend to be 50 yeah and I think the cast is really good for this so I'm just really interested to see what they do the more things we see the more I'm like 
could this could this not be bad? But then I don't want to get into that line of thinking, Sean, because I've had my heart broke when he fought aliens. That's he did. Indiana Jones has fought aliens. I don't think any of us have addressed it in those terms, but that's what he did. Now, before we move on to our next story, Sean, I'm going to take a massive drink of a massive bottle oh. of water that I have here. Uh, not to give oh, a brand deal. But, Sean, you kill, you kill time while I take a big glug of this unspecified Volvic water. What's actually great is that we're we're video chatting right now and Connor has his background blurred, so it genuinely looks like he's trying to block out a brand deal. Uh, (laughs) Stop laughing, keep drinking, I'm trying to fill time here. Uh, So, uh, summer, right guys? Uh, Isn't it great to see your friends outside? Uh, I am refreshed. Thank God. (laughs) You are bad at this. Well, I'm dehydrated. That's <laughs> yes, true. But now I'm not, so let me take it from here, kid. So we're moving, we're moving on to our next piece of news. I think I might have to do that after every story, by the way. I think we are genuinely going to suffer in this. Um, so we're moving on to our next piece of news, and this involves a rumour, and not really a rumour, but I'm throwing it in because it involves a character that I kind of like, Sean. Um, okay. The news is that the director... Of the supposed Nightwing movie has come out and said it might not all be lost. The door is still open for them to do a Nightwing film over at DC Sean. Now, we wouldn't normally cover a story like this, but I have a bias towards a certain character, this director. <laughs> but, <laughs> and he is a character. He's, oh, he's a fucking rogue. But <laughs> also, I love Nightwing. Um, anyone who's listened to the show knows that. So the rumour is that this week, um, that Chris, McQu- Chris McKay recently spoke in an interview with Cinema Blend, and he said that he hopes it's still a reality, and that they they are still looking to make that movie. And um, He's also stated that DC have obviously had other priorities, and they've had other things going on at the minute, um, and they've had their successes, but hopefully that he still wants to do his Nightwing movie. And then he says the word, whether you call it in an alternate universe, or you pick in the multiverse version which universe it's part of, there are many different ways to do it, but you can do it whatever way they want, because I'm still here to do it. I'll still do it lads please I really want to do it I think he said that like they want to do it he wants to do it but they've been kind of concentrating on other things currently at the minute um, and he's hoping it doesn't get thrown in with new gods and the trench that were recently canned that's true that's very fair see that's an interesting one because there are a couple of ways you could go with that Um, you could lean into like the titans verse and you get a Nightwing, a Starfire, a Beast Boy. We already have a Cyborg, mm. which throws a bit of a wrench in that. Um, but it could just be the Why same. Why don't you just bring the cast so, from Titans over? I think it's real good. And, and all of the and, costumes and plot lines I, I, I as well. I think all the writers. I would have them specifically write this show as well. And the guys who put all the blue tints on all the camera shots. Whoever edited that together. Oh, I love that. Bring them in. I think they're the ones for this. The man who who wrote the words "fuck Batman" uh, and and it was definitely a man. Definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely, he is the new showrunner for DC. 
he's our Kevin Feige. Get in here. <laughs> Fuck Kevin Feige, he says, and everyone applauds. I didn't name, oh, what's the, the director of Suicide Squad, the first one? He said, fuck Marvel. David Ayer. Yeah, he's, he said fuck Marvel, not Kevin Feige specifically. <laughs> but, Sean... No, but fuck Marvel as a brand. This is big news that we could still be getting a Nightwing movie. It's still on the cards, especially now that they're doing all these other world, other universe movies. And mm. the only issue is that you I'm- have Pattinson as Batman, and he's too young to have a Nightwing. Yeah, he doesn't even have a Robin no. at this point in the story. Um, so, it is, it is odd, unless it's part of, say, the DCEU, with, you know, all that shit that exists already. And, what you might have to do, and it's a bold move, okay. you kill off Bruce Wayne <laughs> in the DCEU. And then out of retirement, from his work as a police sergeant... Blake, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh my God, yes. Yes, that's perfect. <laughs> so you bring in Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he comes back and he's already Nightwing. Because Joseph Gordon-Levitt, was he, like 37, 38 now? Yeah. You bring him in. He's, like, he's established like as Nightwing at this point and he just, he's the new, you know, the Batman, not Bat, but the Batman type figure. Uh in the DCEU. Maybe? <laughs> Look, my question is, do you want them to still go down this road that they are going to do I, a Nightwing film? I'm... I kind of do. Just Gordon Levitt's 40, by the way, so it's still kind of fine. Yeah. Uh, I think if there is a bad Nightwing film, you are going to be fucking miserable. <laughs> what if uh, no, he gets I, the Joker treatment and they just call it Wing? <laughs> Night. <laughs> Oh, nice. I wonder what night's about. <laughs> um, I I feel like I wouldn't be that sad though. Because, well, I mean, I'd be sad because they've ruined the one opportunity to have to make money and to print a lot of money for mm. this character. But also, I don't expect them to do it well. So I'm going right, in with no very expectations. low expectations of it's probably not going to be that good. Um, wow. I still think they should do a Batman Beyond film before they do a Nightwing film because the only Robin anyone has seen is Chris O'Donnell and I think you should definitely have a Robin for at least a movie live action. I'm not counting Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Shut up. <laughs> but, but what, Connor? it's in the name. It's his birth name. Not- he was born to be Robin. Use your real name. Red Hood. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> See, the thing is, as well, like, you say it's their, like, their one chance to make money, but not one side ch- of comic Not book, one chance to make money, like, but it's your one chance to show this character and his, his coolness to a whole new audience. Because, like, people who read comics right. know about him, but, like, the general public know Batman and then they know Robin. And then you're like, well, Nightwing's kind of Robin, but he's older and he's a new... And then there's a different Robin. It gets very it's confusing. A different Robin at the time. But he dies, well, does he? Comes uh, <laughs> back. Lazarus Pit. Have you ever heard of the Lazarus Pit? Just keep explaining it on Graham Norton. Uh, the, the, but, like, what, what's... What I was going to say there was, like, yeah, it, it, it would be a good chance for him to make money. Comic book fans would love it. Um, but... Is he too 
is he too likable mm. for any of these kind of movies? Also, I like the idea of doing uh, The Dark Knight Returns, but with Chris O'Donnell as Nightwing. Like Chris O'Donnell, if he got fucking jacked. <laughs> like, fucking gigantic, Ben Affleck fridge levels jacked. Like, you combine Ben Affleck and, like, Hemsworth now. And Batista. And just, and Batista, and just smash them all together. <laughs> um, I, I, I feel like a Nightwing film doesn't work until you introduce him somewhere else first. He can't just pop up as I a character. Like I mean, it doesn't make... Nightwing's whole thing in comic books is that he's the one person that grew up. That you actually see progression. That he starts off somewhere. He starts off at point A. And then throughout comic books, he ends up at, like, point Z. And he's a completely different person, but, like, with the same... The same morals and the same, like, outlook. He still went through it all, yeah. He, yeah. he went through it all, but you also see logical progression, that he gets to an age and he's like, I don't I don't want to be Robin anymore. I want to be my own hero. And Batman is a fucking psychopath. And I don't kind of like some of the things he's doing. So I might go and be a better person somewhere else. Yeah, he like... And, and that's interesting, but... And that's an interesting but it's thing not for interesting him to come to terms with as a character. No... It's not, like, that's not fun to watch. Um, that's a lot of backstory you need to establish um, in his, like, origin movie. Because the, the the origin for Nightwing is that he was Robin. Yeah, and and, and he's, he was, like, the best Robin, and him and Batman got on well, but then they fell out because he was busy leading the Teen Titans, or he was busy, like trying to balance everything and like be a good person and then Batman would interrogate people and like break their legs and he's like we don't have to do it this way and then him and Bruce fall yeah. out and then you're kind of like whose side am I on is it on Batman's side who gets results or Nightwing who's like the younger person like we can be better well Batman is Ian Glenn oh. so I mean <laughs> If they do a Nightwing film, I want Ian Glenn as Batman. <laughs> you want that man canon. I want that canon. That's the single worst comic book casting of all time. Um, and Ian Glenn as Batman. I think that's. Really? I think that's top one. I I don't know. Can you name somebody else who's worse? Um. See, even Clooney had his moments. <laughs> see, even Clooney looked like um, Ben. Uh, ben Bruce Wayne. Like he looks like a bit of a suave. Guy, whereas Ian Glenn, <laughs> Ian Glenn shot. I think thirty-year-old Ian Glenn, fair enough. Thirty-five-year-old, fifty-seven-year-old mm. Ian Glenn playing Bruce Wayne loses a bit of the shine. True, but isn't it also true, Connor, that he was, uh, you know, Jorah Mormont in Game of Thrones? <laughs> That's true, yes. Doesn't that count for anything? And, look, excellent. <laughs> excellent in that show but I didn't look at that character going Jez he'd be great as Batman <laughs> fuck <laughs> Jez there's my Batman <laughs> um, so Sean we're going to have to move on to our next piece of news but they could be doing a Nightwing movie that's still a rumour still up in the air I only threw it in because I wanted to chat about Nightwing but Sean we're moving on to our next piece of news and this involves one of your favourite nerd things that you like um, it's about oh. elves and trees, oh. and and oh. some sort of earth that's in some somewhere around not the sides, it's in the the middle area. 
Um, uh, Artemis Fowl. Artemis Fowl. Okay. <laughs> Another Lord of the Rings movie is on the way, Sean. Except this time, it's going to be animated. Interesting. Mm. Okay. So, there was a Lord of the Rings animation back in the day. It's not great. Mm. Um, but it has its charm. So is this the, the actual story of the Lord of the Rings, the three book series animated? No, this is a complete oh. new thing. So it will be an oh. animated movie set in Middle Earth that will be about. Um, it will be called the War of. And I'm going to butcher this, and I know people are going to get mad. And one of our patron Dre especially. <laughs> so um, the War of Rohirrim. Is that is that close? I think it is. Uh, it's the, it's about yeah. the king of Rhone, Helm Hammerhand, and it'll be about him. Right. Okay. That's that's an int- like. Okay. I'm not I'm not super big on the lore, but I like that they're not just being like. And let's see what Bilbo got up to while he lived with the elves. Like I like that it's an actual story that they're telling. It's a story based off a book that appeared in the books. If that makes sense. Okay, so yeah, it's like um, a Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, but, I, but by saying that, I feel like I like make this lose value by comparing. That's them. true. But you know, it, it 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 in in the sense that it's a it, it was a piece of literature in an already established universe. Yes. Um, no comments on quality. No, um, in that. Interesting. I'm. I'm. I'm I'm interested in that. Will that be... Was Lord of the Rings... Uh, the rights for a series or something was bought by Amazon. So they ago. also Is have that- um, an Amazon series that will be coming up, I think, later on this year. I, I don't, I'm not sure. Right. Um, it's it, yeah, this December, apparently. And the second season is already set up and already on the way as well. So they have two. they have two seasons of a series already lined up. First is set to drop this December. This is a completely new thing that is going to be... It's also meant to be an anime. This could be an anime animated film. Wow, that's interesting. Lord of the Rings. That would work really well, though, in, like, animation. Because, like, it... it, it, it they, before there were movies, there were books, and the books had illustrations. And that was how, like, Tolkien conveyed the world. So now you can just transfer that to... Moving images. Also, they have a director shot, and it's an anime. A bit of a big name in anime uh, circles is um, Kenji Kamiyama. Uh, Kenji Kamiyama um, involved in Akira um, and Ghost in the Shell, and um, and he's also helming the Blade Runner Black Lotus series that's coming up. That is like. Anime royalty working on yeah. then in that case. Well, <laughs> it's in good hands, I would can, say. I'm, I'm throwing this in Lord of the Rings, but Akira. Yeah, that's fucking gorgeous. Can, can I? I'm throwing this at you because I know you like anime and I know you like Lord of yeah. the Rings. <laughs> Which you would think match made in heaven. Mm. <laughs> so that's really interesting. Uh, there's a lot of studios and a lot of. Big franchises delving into anime at the minute because we also have a Star Wars series coming up. Um, that's anime yes. inspired. They have a lot of 
anime artist working on it. So that's really cool how it's being kind of adopted now, I, I'm pretty and sure used to tell existing stories in new ways. I'm pretty sure Helm's Deep was in um, The Two Towers. Like, it was portrayed in The Two Towers, but, like, it, this yeah. is the first time we'll see, like, a full story. This movie's just dedicated around that one story, anime style, coming out in cinemas. That's really cool. That's a... That's... It's, mad, it's getting a cinema release. Well, it says it's it's going to be its own film. So I'm assuming cinematic release. Unless it goes streaming, but it hasn't been bought by any streaming services. That's really cool. That's, like, massive to have that kind of a movie. I guess you do have the inbuilt Lord of the Rings audience. Um, and the Hobbit fans, of course. Are they not the <laughs> same? <laughs> Just... Yeah, well... <laughs> Connor. <laughs> oh, Connor. <laughs> you don't even know. Um, no, like, I'm I'm excited. I had not heard anything about this, but this is something I'm actually going to look up after the show because I am very interested it's, now. It, because um, I I think, could, could Lord of the Rings anime work in terms of, it is that universe good for the transition to anime style? I think so. Um, like, there's... There's a whole load of animes where, like, you need to buy into it on the way in. Like, they'll establish a world and that's just the world you live in. Um, And Lord of the Rings kind of has this, because of the movies, there's this feeling that, oh, it's magical, but it's quite grounded as well in a lot of ways. Mm. Um, So I think animation, you can show both sides of that. Because you can do real grim and gritty animation and over-the-top magical action that's what akira is and the same lad is working on this i think this could be i think this could blow your mind sean <laughs> i think it's set up just I for th- you i i they might be making this for me uh and i'm fine with that um does it give a release date of when they're expecting it to be out, um, they, they have no release date as of this moment it's just been announced that they are currently working on it because i think they're putting all the promo behind the series in december that's fair. And that look, and we'll see what comes of that as well, because that's mm. not anime, Connor. I can tell you that much. No, that is not. Um, so, Sean, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And this is also animated, but not anime, because Ooh. this is going to involve DC, Sean. DC have a new movie lined up for us about superheroed beings. Um, now, I know what, what? you're thinking, Sean. They've got a lot of things lined up, right? They're currently yeah. doing a lot. But one thing you've missed, Sean, animation. And they're going to be doing a movie we've been begging for. I, I was thinking, I don't need a Zatanna. Batgirl, no. fuck off. I mean, I don't give a shit about any of these characters that are women. Clayface. Clayface. Other smaller characters. Batman, Superman, DC League of Super Pets. They're the only holy trinity I need. <laughs> I did see this news. I did see this news and I'm I'm excited, I think, because superheroes and dogs, Connor. What a match yeah. made in heaven, you would think. Um there was one bit you you go on with the story and then I want to talk about some casting stuff that's going on. Well, the casting is what I'm going to be talking about because DC League of Super Pets has recruited Kevin Hart, Keanu Reeves, John Krasinski and Dwayne The Rock Johnson to be starring in this film alongside Diego Luna as well, Vanessa Bayer, Kate McKinnon and Natasha Leone. Leone. Like, very good cast. Mm. Um, I will say, 
does it give a list I'm trying to find it here of who's playing what pet because here we go uh, oh no they're just okay oh, so Dwayne Johnson I, I do, is I do, crypto yeah Dwayne Johnson is crypto Kevin Hart is Ace the Bat Hound um, not not sure about that one the I rest must of them, say the rest of them we don't know for sure currently but we have Dick, Kate McKinnon John Krasinski and Keanu Reeves involved there somewhere along the line I mean, I think Keanu Reeves would be a better ace the bat hound per- yes, personally. Sure, like, that's how- a slab dunk. <laughs> like, that's the easiest casting you've ever had for anything. <laughs> like, okay, I, is it the thing of like Crypto the Superdog is so cool and Ace the Bat Hound now he's just so chatty? I'd like his order. That's the good joke. Like, I think just Kevin Hart and The Rock are friends. Yeah. And so they're trying to play off of that, like, buddy they, cop odd couple kind of deal. They 100% got The Rock in. And then they were like, we're thinking Keanu for Ace the Bat Hound. And The Rock's like, yeah, but on the press tour, I want to be with Kevin. I have I a want friend. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin wants a holiday. Uh, <laughs> who are the super pets? Like, who? what are they? Like, I get, you have Crypto and you have Ace the Bat Hound. Is is there a I'll try and find a list here that you, we can kind of break down if you can find a me a list of <laughs> there's a horse I'll be honest Hang with you on. this is not my area of DC comic expertise um, I haven't I can't say I've read too many DC League of Super Pets um, well, issues oh. in the day fair and look you'd be forgiven for that Connor so in here's one list I found you have uh, Beppo the Super Monkey yeah. Um, Good stuff. Uh, C- Comet the Super Horse. Good stuff. Uh, Crypto the Super Dog. Mm. Okay. Uh, then you have. What the fuck? You have Proti the Second, uh, which is Martian Manhunter's pet, I believe. Uh, Streaky the Super Cat. Detective Chimp. Uh, is Streaky Flexi the Super the Cat. Stre- Streaky the Super Cat is surely the Flash's cat? Is it not? Yes. Yes. I think so. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. Uh, pet of Supergirl in her identity as Linda oh. Lee. Uh, okay. And you also have Bat Cow and Flexi the Plastic Bird as well. <laughs> I believe cow. it's Plastic Man's Bat Cow. Um, this is this is an odd choice given where DC is at at the minute. They're doing this food now. This is not for us. It is going to be for kids. But the idea that they're doing, they're putting money behind this. By the way, the writer of the Lego Batman movie is writing and directing this film. Oh, that's a, that's quite a good, quite a good get, actually. Because he's pretty good, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, the tone of that movie is exactly what it needs to be. Uh, yeah. And I assume it'll be the same for this. I hope this isn't like the Secret Life of Pets kind of scenario. Um... But, I think it probably will be that. Just and Kevin Hart is in both of them. This is easy money for Kevin. He just comes in for a few days, makes a billion bucks, go, goes home. Simple goes times. Home, heads home. There's a really weird picture here where it looks like the, the the detective chimp has died in a mission, and they're all remembering him. What? <laughs> what? Like, uh, Detective Chimp, here's a direct quote from Detective Chimp. Uh, You were a hell of a team, it's true. Never seen a finer force of fur. But you two don't need me to tell you what went down. 
what you lost on that last mission. We do, though. I need you to tell us, because we don't know. What's going on, Detective Chimp? Please. <laughs> Someone cut that. <laughs> and use that for Sean. What's going on, Detective Chimp? <laughs> Just, I want him to explain. Everything needs to be explained to me by the medium of Detective Chimp giving a monologue. Do you think this is... Uh, look, I think this could be dumb fun. And I think the comics are aware of what they are, so, I mean, they're dumb fun, this could be dumb fun. But, Sean, the question becomes is, shouldn't DC be using their time and resources on other things that could be probably better? Maybe? I, yeah, maybe the Clayface movie. Maybe other good, maybe do a good Superman. Uh, Like, at the minute, we don't really have a Batman or Superman in the DC universe. Yeah, but we have 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 a bat hound. We have a bat hound, presumably a bat cow. Um, mm-hmm. It's a very good voice cast, I will say that. But like, are they? Does Lex Luthor have like an evil pet? I I think for the for the sole purpose that he would have to, and then like that one of the hyenas, I'm assuming represents oh, the Joker. Yeah. Could be. That's that's very good. Um, I just, I'm, I'm more curious about this, like how they can. How they pitch this over anything else, you know? This has, like, strong um, sausage party vibes for me. Like an unreal cast for a movie that does not need it. But look, they're making it. We are going to definitely see this. Yes. Um, I'm still, uh, like... Why why would you not get, like, Kevin Conroy doing a, a dog voice to be Ace the Bat Hound? Simple, effective, good. Get Kevin Hart in. Fuck off, Kevin Conroy. We got a new Kevin. <laughs> the came back in. And one of the guys is a piece of paper. He's like, we were after getting Kevin. You have fucking not. You got Kevin. We got Go Kevin. Away, Kevin's lads. in to play the Bat Hound. Fuck, I thought he was busy with like... I thought he was busy with like under a red hood too or something. What's he doing at the minute? No, no, no. He, he said he's he said he's free. He's, he's not doing um, coach or road trip or whatever he does. <laughs> road trip seven uh, until next week. Fuck. And, sorry, who are we talking about? Hart. Kevin. Oh, you know Kevin Hart, the biggest star in the world. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Surely you got Conroy. He's the good one. He's the good Kevin in terms of Batman land. <laughs> yeah, no, look, maybe... se- they sent so- your man out being like, go get Kevin. But they didn't feel the need to explain the second name. Lads, <laughs> I've gotten hard. <laughs> so, I mean, it was this or Bacon. Well, Kevin Bacon would be quite good as Ace the <laughs> yeah, Bat he's actually, He'd actually be better. Everyone would be better than who you chose. <laughs> but look, he's here now and we, we can't say no to him. He's just so nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, DC are going to be putting all their funds into a League of Super Pets uh, movie, Sean. I, as a certain movie, I cannot wait. And I think it's going to make $7 billion. And look, I hope kids like it, because I don't think they should waste their time doing it. But, but I think you very, you very much like the Lego Batman movie. Uh, True. So I think, oh, if it's like as good as that, wouldn't it be lovely to have a Super Pets film? No. Still though, no. right? Maybe. Okay, fair enough. So. <laughs> We're moving on to our next piece of news, and this involves a 1996 classic, Sean, that is being remade. And oh. the movie stars. It was directed by Peter and Bobby Farrelly, the Farrelly brothers, Sean. 
it stars, oh, just, you know, I mean, you have Bill Murray. Have you heard of Bill Murray? He's familiar he's with a few the things. term. Yeah, he's yeah. in Garfield. Yeah. Um, Woody Harrelson is there just for a little bit. Um, and, you know, we just have um, Randy Quaid. The movie I'm talking about, Sean, is Kingpin. Um, and the news this week is that Kingpin 2 is going to be happening. They're redoing it, hopefully not in a Dumb and Dumber 2 kind of scenario. Right. Oh, okay. So, as we all know, this movie is about a young bowler uh, with a promising career ahead of him. By the way, I just want to make this clear. I A lot of people have seen Kingpin. I think a lot of people listening to this have. The one man who hasn't, who is Hello? sitting right across from me by Google Meet, is Mr. <laughs> Sean Mead. Um, and he's currently going to try and shitface himself through this and <laughs> confuse us all with facts from Wikipedia. Well, look, 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, and who, it's, who's it's in it? A, uh, Woody, you got... Uh, uh, you, you just said a bunch of cast members yeah. there. And, and by Harrelson. any chance... Would you have any sort of trivia, really, to the base around the film Kingpin? Like, the classic 1996 film that's quite funny. Do I have trivia? Well, as soon as this uh, memory in my head loads, Mm. uh, do you know uh, that... Fucking hell. uh, Both Woody Harrelson and Bill Murray appear in Zombieland. That's that's a piece of trivia. That's a pretty uh, good yeah. trivia. And, uh, you know, th- there's other trivia such as uh, v- Bill Murray ad-libbed virtually every line he spoke. Uh, the back rows of fans at the Reno Bowling Stadium are made of cardboard. You know, so this movie Look, it's, it's deserves about, a sequel. It's about bowling, and Woody Harrelson is this young bowler who's like he's got like this really cool. Um, he's just amazing at bowling, and he comes up against Bill Murray, whose play, whose character is called Ernie McCracken, I think. And what happens is they they play a game, and Woody wins, and it ends with um, Murray getting mad, and it basically getting rid of his hand or crippling him getting or ruining his hand and cripples him for life his bowling hand so he has to get a fake hand well it starts like that but then he has a fake hand and then we have old Woody Harrelson with like a big comb over as like he's like this thing that's like long forgotten he could have been someone big could have been a contender of course. Yeah, and and this is where Randy Quaid comes in, who's Amish, Sean, and he's a bowling phenom. And he basically comes in, and it's him, and then there's a gangster's, um, there's a gangster's girlfriend involved in it, and then Woody Harrison's like, I'll train you, kid, and you're going to become better than Bill Murray. And then that happens. And so right. it's, a, it's, a, it's funny. It's heartwarming and funny, Sounds Sean. It. It's, it saddens me that you haven't seen it. It's a classic. Well, you've just ruined the entire film for me there now, so I, 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 I would not That's be watching first, it in the future. The first ten minutes. <laughs> uh, so, look, Connor, thanks very much for that. Um, anyone else who was also ruined? I'm, I'm sorry, I couldn't stop. It. I didn't I say one plot. I didn't say one spoiler at the end. So, why does this movie need a sequel? Then this 1996 bowling movie. Um, I will say it doesn't, Sean. 
It right. does, and this is this is one of the classic Hollywood. Uh, the Farrelly brothers have done this before, and they've come back now. And I think they're just going to redo a lot of the old movies that they did that were quite successful. I mean, you can bring back Bill Murray, I suppose. I suppose. Um, I mean, Woody Harrelson still very good. He'd be kind of the right age now. He wouldn't have to do much makeup back then. He had to put on like a lot of makeup to make himself to look, look fifty. Yeah, um, and. The only issue, I think Randy Quaid is like running for governor of California. So I don't know if he's going to come back into acting. That might, <laughs> so probably yeah, someone might, else. Those two might uh, uh, interact in a bad way. The old politics and comedy reboots. <laughs> is bowling I mean, back in a big way? It's, I, <laughs> was bowling in? A fine question. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell me the year that bowling came in? Um, well, look for me. God, I think it was two thousand seven. <laughs> I first. It was a good year. Oh, good year. Number number eleven. I started out with on on the ball what? weight size. You did fucking not. I did straight away to number man. eleven. I was so, look weighed more than me, but sure, had yeah. to get those pins down. Do you know? It's I, I, fucking single-minded. I, I think a, I think I think a nice little seven or an eight. Seven. I take the children's one. Can't even get me fingers in, Sean. No. But I just kind of kick it down. It's so light. You're just shot putting it through the pins <laughs> by the end of it. Nah, you need the weight to keep it on track, you see. <laughs> Sean, what are your thoughts on this movie? Is this going to just be a dumb and dumber two scenario where they redo it and it doesn't it doesn't even it's not even gonna have the same people. So it's just gonna be Kingpin 2 in name. Unless they get everybody back. Yeah, like, I think it could very well turn into a... Do you know, like, there's a there's a second Zoolander movie that no one saw. Like, yeah. it's, I think it's going to be an equivalent of that. I'm assuming there's now going to be... I'm trying to think of what's left from the 90s Rat that they race. could do. Uh, Rat Race. There's something about Mary. Definitely oh. something about Mary sequel. Liar, Liar. <sighs> Oh, Liar Liar sitting there. Liar Liar too. We need to learn the same lesson again. Same lesson the kid again. can't lie. The Mask 3. <laughs> that already exists. Does it? I think so. It's The Mask and then Son of the Mask. I don't think there's a Mask 3. Oh, is there not a Mask 3? I don't think so. Uh, hang on. Just, we want confirmation that there's no Mask 3 because we will look silly if there is. Now look, there is a short from 2018 called Revenge That's what I'm of thinking mask. of. I, I, I keep up with my uh, my lore when it comes to the mask. You know that about me, Sean. That's, uh, that is true. Uh, and it's... Oh, this this is a bloody... Ab- oh, God, I'm going to watch this one. This seems more like the comics. That's interesting. Okay, we've all learned something today. <laughs> Continue, Connor. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're saying yay or nay to Dumb and Dumber 2 and also 90s remakes from comedy movies that were good then? I'm going to say yay. You're going to say yay? You're going to say yay to remakes? If I have to choose between, you know, the, the next uh, Avengers movie or a remake of... Uh, you know what, I want, a sequ- I want Dumb and Dumber 3 and I'll take that instead of Endgame 4, please. <laughs> very hot in this room I'm so sorry <laughs> he's gone mad he's gone <laughs> mad um, we're moving on to our next piece of news Sean and this is why I was so angered by the League of Super Pets news right and that is that the Blue Beetle film 
will be set to skip theatres and will now instead premiere on HBO Max. Oh, right. Instead. So, so they've just condemned it to death then. So what they've done is they've taken a Blue Beetle film that could be really interesting and could be a massive, cool new character that they can introduce. And they said, we're going to put you on streaming. And we're going to have the movie with Kevin Hart as the Bat Hound. It is our big tenpole summer film. That is front and centre for DC's <laughs> yes. 2022 lineup. Like, what? Is this that they're trying to push HBO Max to dedicated fans? Or do they not trust Blue Beetle to do well in cinemas? But I feel like that's. I think it's really bad. The fact that, I mentioned it before, but I see the tweet about this and I could not agree more. That they have Blue Beetle that's based around Jamie Reyes, who's like a la- the first Latino superhero. And he could, or the, he could be the first Latino superhero film yeah. for DC. You've got Zatanna, who could be also a very interesting hero. And then you also have Batgirl, because they haven't done a female-led superhero film um, yet. No, they did Wonder Woman, Since sorry, Wonder I do apologise. Um, but they could do all these cool, unique, smaller characters that you can make massive. And they've decided to not do any of them. And are instead just going to do League of Super Pets with The Rock and Kevin Hart. Like a safe <laughs> family it, animation movie. And it's just like, take a chance. Because you're not even good at Superman. That's, so, I oh, mean, yeah. you might as well. <laughs> That's the thing, because like... It, they don't have to be wildly successful and culturally well-known comic characters to have a successful movie. Look at Guardians of the Galaxy for if mm. I could just point to one example, just one, just the one. Like that, like Guardians of the Galaxy are now some of the biggest characters in the world because Marvel took a risk on them. Uh, whereas you have this character that. Is like Blue Beetle is a fantastic character and is like begging for a movie, um, and it's a really interesting origin as well. Like, and you have all of that, but you're just chickening out and saying no, no, no. The, the one with the dogs will do better. Like, it breaks my heart the fact that, like, as you mentioned, Marvel are doing like they've done Guardians, they're doing the Eternals, they're doing yeah. like. All these fucking weird things. And you could say, okay, well, they've earned the right to do that, so they get to do that. But at the same time, I mean, if Marvel thought along the same lines as DC, Black Panther wouldn't exist. It wouldn't be anything other than Captain, Mar- Captain America and Iron Man. Iron and Man would just- wasn't big when they made Iron Man, though. So it probably would just be Spider-Man and Captain America. <laughs> and yeah. maybe Thor. And then they'd be like, we're done. If we, and we'd have the Hulk. Which, you know, still a great movie, so... No, not a great movie. That's one of the weakest movies in it because it's so bland. Whereas cool characters nobody had seen, you give them a chance to go, you know what, I kind of like this character. That's (laughs) a fun movie. I now have... Imagine the scenes, like, if you were a kid and you go to the cinema and you see Blue Beetle and then you're like, I've never heard of this guy, but this guy's so fun. He's like Spider-Man. But, like, he's a DC. Yeah. And he's a Blue Beetle. And, like, <laughs> the, and the internet advertises for you at that point. Like, because if it's a, not a super well-known hero, all of the, you know, the usual suspects in terms of comic book news and movie news in general 
the number one article they'll have is, who is DC's Blue Beetle? Where did the character come from? So they're advertising for you as well to the demographic you want to target. Yeah, and I think this is one of those situations where, I mean, the movie's still going to come out. And it's going to come out on HBO Max. So it's a case of like, we're not saying, oh, it's never going to come out. But I do think it's really bad as a as just not to take the chance. Because yeah. what do you have to lose? Put it out on cinemas. I mean, you're bringing out Aquaman 2 and you're bringing out Black Adam. And they're pretty good. But like Batgirl, which is also a really interesting concept, is going to HBO Max. And Blue Beetle is going to HBO Max. Because they're like mid budget movies but you could release a Blue Beetle movie and it can make even make it for say 100 million dollars and Blue Beetle makes 500 million like it doesn't make a billion dollars makes 500 million but you introduce look at Shazam yeah but you introduce a whole new bunch of people to this new character that as I said could have the same level of like popularity as the Guardians or as like you could a lot of kids because Jamie Reyes is a younger character and DC's crying out for somebody who's not 36 (laughs) like it just you need a and Batgirl's the same you could cast a 19 year old Batgirl and an 18 year old Jamie Reyes you've got two brand new heroes that these teenagers are like fuck they're like me like when you went to see Tom Holland and you're like I saw young this is so cool he's one of us here's a character I identify with and I want to see more of like yeah you have that and it's just it's not and like you say it is going to come out it's going to come out on HBO Max and that's fine but it seems somehow unfair that it doesn't get the same broad audience or the broad like exposure to a bigger audience that other movies are getting um like the decision behind that, I'd, I'd I'd like to know what went into making that call. Yeah, I I cannot fathom why they would do this, and I just think, does it cost that much money to run it in the cinemas? I'm, I'm assuming it costs millions of dollars to run it theatrically. Yeah, and I guess you need marketing just, and things like that as well. Um, I mean, you're still going to have to market market it though on HBO Max. Or they won't, Maybe. and then they'll say, "Oh, it didn't succeed on HBO Max. It wouldn't have done well in the cinemas." Let's and do another Batman film. Their decision, yeah. Let's crank out another Super Pets. <laughs> Quick, get Kevin Hart on the phone. No, get Kevin on the phone. I've got Conroy. Put the fucking phone down. We don't need him. We need fucking Hart. <laughs> the Hart saved this company. <laughs> <laughs> like, just take a chance, DC, please. Um, so we're finishing off this week, Sean. With, I mean, I think it's a bit of Marvel news, oh. and I think I think you might like it, Sean. And this is based off. Actually, it was asked in a question by one Ed Ball during our Q and A last week. Shout out to Ed. And if for anyone doesn't remember, I said we can't talk about that now because it's going to pop up on Movie Mondays, and this is where it will because Sean Marvel's Black Panther sequel may have cast a certain Marvel character that you know and I know because we've covered him multiple times in Heroes or Zeros. And that is Namor. Could the Submariner um, could have been cast, the rumour says, in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I've seen this news and I was interested. Um, mm. So... We've not done a full Hero Zero on Namor. That might be that might be one to bump up the list, actually. Um, but he's a super important character in the history of Marvel Comics. He's been around since the start. 
Like he's uh, I he debuted in 1939's Marvel Comics number one <laughs> since the start, and <laughs> yes. he's always been there. He's seen everything. He fought in World War Two with Captain America, um, and he's just this like this cornerstone of the comic universe, and he's just never been touched in the movies. There might have been a brief hint towards him in Endgame, um, the um. They, they say that they they found a, a earthquake under the ocean. Under Okoye mentions that. Yes. In Endgame, yeah. And and it's like, oh, we 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 can't handle that. Um, but I guess, um, like it's it's just a natural thing. But it could have been, you know, Namor and Atlantis and everything going on there. Hmm. And and the idea is that now Namor has a whole host of issues, or not issues, but like you you have Namor. And the first thing people are going to think of is Aquaman. Yes. And Aquaman, I think, came second. Namor was... I mean, if he appeared in Marvel Comics number one in 1939, I'm assuming Namor came before Aquaman. Um, But it's the case of he's the king of Atlantis, Namor is, but he's also Mm. a mutant, which is also an interesting thing, but they might not touch on that at all, or they could could because they're introducing the X-Men at some stage, so we don't know. They could like and like you can always just say like oh it's magic he's of that kind or like he he's he's a mutant that you could just say oh he was always there he was just hidden and it makes total sense and he hates um, he hates the land like he, he doesn't he want to come on land so he's just protected him. himself exactly yeah like I look after Atlantis you, the rest of y'all can just fuck off um, yeah. So I think that's that's a totally fair way to do it. You don't necessarily need to um, introduce them like that. You brought up a very good theory when we watched the Eternals trailer, um, mm. which was that there was a big uh, volcano going off. You thought, what if that's the fall of Atlantis? Yeah, I there's a shot um, where one of the Eternals is standing there, and in the background there's a volcano erupting. And I think the idea is like the Eternals were there to try to stop it, but... The idea is that like it's just nature. Like they they're even though they're gods, they can't help that a volcano just erupts and they're just not fast enough to save everyone. And so that's like where Atlantis goes underwater. And then that that's where Atlantis is wiped off the map and it's like you never see them again, but it's yeah. just in the middle of the ocean. It, yeah, so like it, you could do that way and tie it in to that movie. Like if the if the end credits of Eternals was like I don't know, fucking the the ruins of Atlantis and people swimming around or whatever. Um, but is did they say? Do, do you know the name of the guy that they cast for, or supposedly cast for Namor? Uh, his name is, and I I feel like I'm going to butcher this, but it's Tanak Uerta. Um, he's apparently going to play Namor in Wakanda forever. And so this and, is going to be in Black Panther. So he's not going to have his own thing, but he's going to be appearing in Black Panther. Um, Tanaka Huerta appeared in Narcos and Spectre. And right. so um, he's go- if he does pop up in the Black Panther sequel, that's interesting because, I mean, we know, of course, Shadok Boseman, he's going to be in there as computer-generated, but... They obviously can't fill up new scenes or anything in that in that regard. Um, so do you throw 
a Namor in there as like this new character that they can bring in as he's there as well. Maybe, like maybe it's a... Because if if T'Challa is canonically, you know, died in the Marvel Universe and that's how he won't be in it anymore, um, you could have it like the leaders of various nations show up to pay respects and Namor is just one of them and he's just mentioned um and like it it's kind of it's kind of like the way we first saw black panther um like he's there and he's in the movie but he doesn't get fully explained until maybe the next the the solo namor movie yeah and yeah i like the idea that they either pay their respects or it could be as simple the wakandans just know that namor exists like they're like the smartest people on the planet and they're just like oh we gotta go talk to namor because we have this problem that only he can solve for something. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? I told you never to come back here because they've got these like fantastic underwater submarines. That would be or class, some actually. shit. Do like 20,000 leagues under the sea, but it's Wakanda. Because they'd be the only ones on Earth that have that technology that they could just go down to see him. That's very true. Um, he's. It'd be a cool one to have in the universe. Um it's he's he, I think he kind like there's always this kind of ranking you have with Marvel characters of like where they stand in relation to each other. Like at the min, like it used to be, oh, it was Cap, Iron Man, pretty much, um, and Doctor Strange. Now it seems to be Doctor Strange, Scarlet Witch, maybe Sam Wilson. Um, it'd be nice, and uh, you know T'Challa or whoever takes on the mantle next. So it'd be cool to have name or again join those ranks and then you do a marvel illuminati kind of deal which is i know now i've just gone from zero to 11 there right quick big big twist i did not see that coming go so on the the illuminati in marvel comics is a group of six individuals who basically secretly control all things going on in the world uh namor black bolt charles xavier mr fantastic uh iron man and someone else that I am forgetting. But it doesn't really matter. Because um, we don't have some of those characters. But it would be cool to see this kind of secret society form in the Marvel Universe to try and make things better. Um, and then that's a, that it leads into things like Planet Hulk and things like that, which probably won't happen again. But I just like the idea of there being more big players in the Marvel Universe as opposed to for want of a better word, like foot soldiers. Um, like the, you know. the only issue is that any introduction to new characters says, why did the Turtles not get involved after Tados? Mm-hmm. And two, why did Namor not get involved after Tados? Because half of the people of Atlantis would have also been wiped out. Unless it wasn't exactly half. It was randomly chosen half the universe. So maybe Atlantis was barely touched. But even lucky. if it was only barely touched surely he would still be like, why are there people disappearing? I better go up to the surface to check it out. Yes, unless there was something going on in Atlantis at that time. Like, what if... For five years. For five years. What if they were... Like, we're assuming, like, maybe they were all grand. What if everyone in Atlantis except Namor got snapped and he had just been sulking and furious for five years? Shit, yeah. Everybody just went. Well, maybe he went as well. 
Yeah. Maybe it was a case that he he vanished and he just didn't have any reason to come back. That yeah, like and and that's his whole thing. It's just like no, we we were gone. We're back now. We want to help or something like that. I I think um, what we're seeing here in regards to Marvel is that they're going to be introducing. They still have a whole host of like these big characters they haven't touched, um, and the fact that they're introducing the Eternals, that they are introducing Namor, that they're bringing these new characters in to bolster the light up again. Like they've got Miss Marvel coming in now, into her, and she's going to be in the Marvels. Like yeah. you have, um, and Monaco Ra- Rambeau as well. Like she, you have all of these new characters all coming in because you've gotten rid of half the team. And so you got to replace half the team with another half of the team. Yeah, you have to fill out those ranks. Um, and I suppose like they, they still have endless characters. Like all these Marvel characters we have in the movies, we have not touched the X-Men yet. Or Fantastic Four. Or Fantastic Four. Uh, like it's just going to keep growing. And half of them like mystical magic stuff. Um, and half of the Spider-Man villains. And Spider-Man characters in general. Like, there's so much still there to pull from. Um, and I think we're just going to keep getting more and more. Yeah. Um, Sean, I think we might leave it there. Mostly because I think the two of us have heat stroke. I think we're going to die uh, shortly after yeah. the recording. So will I take us out, yeah. Connor? Uh, please, Sean. Thank you, By everyone. the way, actually, we are recording this on Sunday. So if a big trailer drops tomorrow, I'm going to hit the roof. That's <laughs> sure, when, the, sure. when the Spider-Man 3 trailer <laughs> drops... We will say sorry. <laughs> Gonna go fucking mad. <laughs> so, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We'll be back Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, Friday with Hero Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Uh, big thanks goes out to all of our patrons over on Patreon. Link to that in the description. Special shout-outs, of course. Uh, have to go out to all of our patrons. We have a funny game where we like to change the names and I'll say anything you want. So, before we get into the Patreon names, I want to ask you a question. Where do babies come from? <laughs> has Waffles done this to me? <laughs> Waffles has absolutely done this to you. <laughs> um, oh, boys. Um, do you want the truth? Or do you want what I was told? <laughs> I want what you were told, I think. Um, well, they really just come from when, you know, when two people think each other are class. Right. They, like they, me and you. Uh, who, yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> um, and then what happens is normally you just go knocking on a few doors. You right. run in. You wait for somebody to have one. Yeah, you, you run in. You go. This is mine now, and you shout yoink. Very important to shout yoink. Otherwise, it's not yours. It's still theirs. Interesting. Okay, so you have to, you have to finders claim keepers mentality. I think that was based around babies. That's that's what, what I was told. There you go, waffles. We figured it out. Um, <laughs> thank you. Also, then goes to Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Rate My Click Rate, Click Luke, Refresh Repeat, Never Give Up, Hickok Didn't, Bernie Ray. Good morning. That's a nice Tanetenba ging. Roisin, Shordoshin, Halley, Ryan Satron, Paint Evanson, Sean Bone, Jamieson, Dominic, Josiah Florida, Gal Green, Anna, Maureen has the fry on Hilmroos, and Lil Dicky, insert heroes for higher reference here, McGrew, and Danny McLaughlin. Thank you all very much for the continued support. If you want to join those fine people, we did just do a, a review of Superman Returns. That went out over on Patreon. $5 or more a month will get you that. In addition to the backlog of all the other reviews that we've done. Um, 
We're on all the social medias, links all below. The most important way you can ever help the show is by telling one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I have been Connor Lawler. I'm dying. <laughs> I've been heatstroke. And he's dead. <laughs> so we'll see you next week, guys. See you next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.